0: Brooke and Lauren are Love Collide, and they're here on The Antidote. Thanks so much for coming.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you.
0: you know, I hear the word Love Collide. It sounds dangerous. You have to explain how you came up with that.
2: <laughs> uh, love Collide. its Basically, Love Collide is a verb. We say it's the act of humanity encountering God's love, which can be violent at times. <laughs> True. Um, it can be aggressive. But it's all built in love, so it always ends up for the best. And, you know, we just really want the world to just be attacked with love instead of attacking with hate and with judgment. Like we want to attack with love. We want to be most like Christ, most like Jesus was when he was on this earth. And Jesus was, you know, a rebel, someone who just was a rebel by love you know, he just loved all people. So yeah, so that's kind of what Love Collide is. And that's our goal is to just um, collide with humanity and collide with God.
0: I've read also that you two have been in the music scene for quite a while. What about telling us how it began?
1: So yeah, we both grew up loving music. Um, So I began in choirs and praise band and youth and all that. And then From there, you know, I got into musical theater, and I was always into singing, and um, then I started learning how to, you know, accompany myself on keys, and then started writing music uh, at age 11 or so.
0: Wow.
1: And, yeah, and then Brooke was really into the instrumental side of things. She started falling in love with music in that way, but basically, yeah, we just found our own paths, and Brooke started writing music at a really early age, too, And then when we were 13 and 16, several things that happened in our lives that made us realize that we are a great team and we should partner in doing music. Um, And that's just when things began.
0: Okay, let's go way back in your memory bank here. Who was the first artist you could say made an impact on you?
1: Okay, well, I do know, this is Lauren, so I'm, I'm the older sister, and I remember when My dad would play this artist named Crystal, I believe. Oh, my gosh. And I don't. Crystal Meyer? No, no, no. That was later on. That was you and I listened to her later. And I don't remember like what her last name was or anything, but that one's kind of ambiguous because I don't really know who that was. But I remember hearing her music and my dad said, you kind of sound like her, Lauren. You could sing like this. That's like the first memory I have of being encouraged, you know, by my dad's. And then after that, I think the first, like, music that I remember listening to was Rachel Lampa. And a couple, there's, um, I think there was, like, a a band named Rave. Um, There's really, like, off-the-beat kind of Christian music that was, yeah, plus one. one. Yeah, mine is the same.
2: Like, whatever Lauren listened to was the first thing I ever listened to. So, Barlow (laughs) Girl... Yeah, Crystal Meyer, Ranger Lampa, those were all like the beginning things for us. Yeah.
1: Point of Grace, I remember listening point to of Point Grace. of Grace. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all, all the good 90s Christian music. Yeah.
0: Brooke, I need a really solid, honest answer from you. <laughs> okay. Is Lauren really demanding, and has she actually turned you into her minion? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, older siblings always take charge of the younger.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yes, when we first started doing music, she took charge. And, you know, she had been doing it longer than me. So she was kind of showing me the ropes. She's the one who taught me harmony. So like, yes, I was her minion for quite a while. <laughs> but then I think, um, you know, when I stepped into doing music, we found my strengths. And so, you know, we would just trade off. That's why we work so well together is that she, her strengths are my weaknesses and vice versa. So um, I think we're both each other's minions, (laughs) just depending on what you're asking.
0: (laughs) So neither one of you takes charge with the band. It's split equally.
2: Yeah. And I think there's been seasons where, you know, I've taken more charge and then there's been another season where she has. It's kind of like giving each other breaks. It's like, all right, this time it's your turn to be in charge. We just try and be considerate of each other and kind of just go with whoever's most inspired in the moment.
0: I'd love to hear about one of your earlier albums resonate a ripple to a wave i mean i guess you'd already put out an ep in a full length prior to that but what about telling us about resonate what was the emphasis of that
2: yeah so resonate was actually one of our first like super creative babies <laughs> um i remember coming up with that and being super excited because resonate was supposed to be resonate a ripple to a wave and then resonate a spark into a flame they were supposed to be two albums which did we end up coming out with both of them
1: no i ended up being tired of
2: basic Got it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Resonate was super cool though, because obviously the idea of a ripple turning into a wave, meaning, you know, like it starts with a drop. It starts with just one, one person being excited. And you know, when you're around a person who's excited, you can't help but kind of get the same emotion. You kind of just like feel the passion with them and it kind of goes off to that person. And then, then that person inspires someone else. It becomes this huge wave of people. And um it was kind of like a revival thing. We're just we're wanting to get excited, wanting to live an extraordinary life, which is then resonate, a ripple to a wave, turned into the next album, which was Tired of Basic and Extraordinary. There's the two mission statements of that album. It was just basically like we're wanting to live extraordinary. Um hopefully what resonates in me will resonate in you and then we can just keep spreading and become this wildfire thing that we're just super passionate and super excited for life and everyone gets excited.
0: I love that, a wildfire and a wave. Just doesn't seem to fit.
2: Two opposites (laughs) Mm attract.
0: I always check into an artist's background and I find that the two of you hold dual citizenship. You're both American and Canadian.
1: Yeah, we are. So um, we've always lived in the States, but because of our Native American heritage um, and our reservation being in Canada, we have dual citizenship. Yeah, we're we're really proud of our um, native heritage. We're Chippewa of the Thames First Nation, and our reservations in Muncie, Ontario, which is you know just outside of London.
0: Well, that's interesting because many people here in Peterborough are Anishinaabe. Now, yeah, Christianity in some First Nation bands can be sort of divisive. So, what's the feeling in Thames First Nation?
1: Well, that's it's interesting because we recently um, led up one of their you know big summer powwow. But the first night of the powwow, they have kind of like a festival-y night where they have uh, music and it's just it's just more like concert on the lawn kind of thing. Oh,
0: cool! Um,
1: and Brooke and I actually played our music and a couple covers so people would know like the music we're playing. But then we played a lot of our music, which is Christian music. If anybody ever sees us on stage, everybody knows that we don't just sing, but we talk a lot, too. Um, (laughs) And uh, and then we spoke about our faith, and we said, you know, everybody's looking for hope, and everybody's looking for peace, and we believe that to be Jesus Christ. For the most part, I would say the majority of people were really appreciative of our faith, and knowing that we weren't just somebody else on the outside coming in and, like, preaching our message and preaching uh, our faith. We were their people. We were part yeah. of that tribe. And so, I think because we are Native, it kind of puts First Nations people at ease because they feel like it's not another outsider trying to push their belief. People are looking for hope. I mean, yeah. people are always looking for hope and always looking for peace and joy and are searching for what works for you. And for us, of course, we, we preach and we say and we live out that it, that's Jesus and they have a listening ear.
0: Well, that makes me curious. Have you ever tied in your First Nation background into the music of Love Collide?
1: We haven't yet necessarily, not like intentionally. I think we do have inspiration in our souls from our background and our heritage. But um, we've yet to create a song that was very intentionally bringing that together. Um, But that is something we're very interested in, for sure.
0: Canada's Juno Awards has a Contemporary Christian Gospel Album category. And just a couple of weeks ago, Love Collide won it for Tired of Basing. Congrats. Yeah. Ooh, thank thank you. you. And how wild was that, that you were able to go to the Junos, which is how many kilometers away from Thames First Nation?
1: <laughs> well, um, we don't know kilometers. Yes. <laughs> but um, we super close by. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. So that was in London and um, our reservation's in Muncie. So it was just in outskirts, yeah. basically, of our reservation. We actually always, when we go to the reservation, we always visit
2: london and so we felt like going back to the red um anyway it was so cool because we just weren't expecting it like all of a sudden our mom texted us and was like hey you guys are nominated for juno's and we we're like what does that even mean <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is that and then like you know we found out it was such a huge deal and we we're like what like how did this even happen so then when we went we were just kind of like just happy to be there we weren't like not even a little bit expecting to win. So we just went and we were like, cool. Like we felt like we were just sneaking in. We didn't even feel like we were like supposed yeah. to be there. And then the fact that we won was just such a shock. Lauren didn't even like hug the people around her. She just ran up to the front. I was like, before they realized they'd made a mistake, run, run, run. <laughs> so it was great.
0: Oh, you're downplaying your own music because I can see why you got the win. Tired of basic grabs your attention. I never would have thought of turning pop music into worship, but that's what mm. came out on the song, I Don't Want It. Aren't yeah. there limitations to worship music?
1: I mean, yes. Yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. No in the way, like, what I believe, no. Worship is whatever you make it. Yeah, worship is, yeah, exactly, is what you make it. But if you're asking in the industry, does it seem and feel and look like there are limitations? Yes. The states are a lot more behind than canada is um i think canada in general are a little bit more free thinkers than we are here in the states Mm -hmm. um yeah i i think so to answer your question no i don't believe there are limitations but have we run into them yes Yes. and we reject
2: them (laughs) and and we obviously which is why we created the album we're like um you can't put a box around worship we're going to worship God however God calls us to worship. So, that's that's why we created it, and that's that's a great question. Um, so, yeah, that's what we believe.
0: I find that the Juno's Christian music category is a bit peculiar just because it covers everything from worship to rock, <laughs> yeah. and in your case, pop. right? Yeah. In music awards, should there be a Christian music category at all?
2: I think it'd be really cool if one day it could all just be intermingled.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
2: that it'd be really cool if if pop could just include, you know, also Christian pop. And if Christian music wouldn't be its own thing, but Christian music could also be involved in the secular world. If, like, Christian rock could actually be in the rock section, Christian pop could be in the pop section.
1: Yeah, I think I I would want that to be the case. I think right now, though, having the awards represent the genre of Christian music, though, right now is important because it, like, shows other people they're like, oh, wait, there's a whole genre out here that, like, yeah. I don't listen to, so I think it's important to have it represented, but I do think one day, that would be ideal for Christian music to just be in, yeah, the rock section or the just pop section, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like the Indigenous Peoples, like, music.
2: Mm-hmm. That's only one section of the Juno Awards. Oh. There's only one category for that, and it's just like, it'd be really cool one day to not just be this Indigenous Peoples category.
1: It'd be cool if it was all, there's re- more representation for Indigenous people.
2: Yeah. So, I kind of feel the same way about that as I do about the Christian section. I just wish they could all just be a part of the whole thing. Whatever you create goes into that section. Yeah.
0: But I've heard some people in mainstream music complaining, saying, well, you know what, these Christian artists really aren't at the same caliber.
1: Yeah. And you know what? They could be right, which is why we need to step up our game. That's why we're not letting those limitations actually limit us. I I believe what we have to say musically is I'm not trying to chew my own horn, but it's it's more up to speed, and I think that that's more people should be breaking the boxes of the Christian music, therefore meeting that caliber.
0: The only one that's really changed things has been Lecrae, right. which is why at the Grammys they have actually officially dropped the whole idea of Christian hip hop because there's so many significant hip hop artists who are Christian.
2: Yeah, exactly. Totally.
1: Totally.
0: Besides winning the award, what was your big highlight of being at the Junos?
1: Well, having our, like a stylist, I think that was like, you know, something (laughs) we had kind of dreamed about forever, having somebody dress us, like that's super cool. I loved meeting all the different artists. Like we Mm -hmm. were all just
2: like in a room together, just kind of waiting (laughs) to go inside to the auditorium and all these things. So we were all just kind of hanging around and we're like, it's so cool to be in in a room with such creative people everyone was so nice everyone was so down to earth and like ready to chat and and we became like close friends with one of the uh the nominees metal, for
1: a hard, hard rock, rock metal. metal
2: yeah and she was like <laughs> such a cool girl and i loved meeting all the canadian artists and seeing how different everyone's music was
1: and yet how the same we all yeah, all united and then lastly i will say that it was really amazing to have our father there yeah, because he is where we get our musical abilities and he is also why we are Canadian because he is the Native American in our family. Um, so, yeah, it was just really amazing to see him and get to celebrate and him celebrate all the support that he's given us represented and to be shown and for us to be appreciated there for him be appreciated. It was just it felt good for that to happen for him. And for all him. the reservation support
2: too to mm-hmm. be able to like connect those things. It was really awesome.
0: You touched on this a little bit earlier, is that I've often seen artists, especially in the contemporary Christian realm, being put under the microscope. You know, people critique what you say, how you dress, and about the music. I guess in an abstract way, that comes up in the song, So What? Is it yeah, tough being yeah, yourself in this industry?
2: You caught the hidden message. <laughs> you did it.
1: We're so proud of you. <laughs> You're the first person to say anything yeah um you are absolutely right, and so what is actually the next single we're pushing in Canada, um which we're really excited about because as we were speaking literally today with you, I was thinking I was like, So what is who we are? One of our songs extraordinary is but we believe. believe yeah, and there's a couple things i I could point at it's just like who we are, what we believe and what we do like there's a couple things, but yeah. so what is like who we are, I yeah. think, and how we how we do live. Anyway, yes, you're so right. And I wish it wasn't so microscope on Christian artists. I mean, I get the idea of people looking up and wanting to see exactly what we do and say, but it's sometimes really, really unfair because everyone is human and nobody is perfect. You know, if we had decided to do pop mainstream music, it's a more forgiving industry than that of the Christian industry, which should not be the case. Yeah. It's so backwards. But unfortunately, that's the truth of it. And it's made our lives really difficult at times, yeah. just to be totally honest with you. like We had to go through some traumatic experiences. Kind of bullied by some, you know, big Christian brand names and organizations and it's been a lot of like trying to figure out okay well that's what a an imperfect human says or believes about me but that's not what God says that's not what he thinks and that's our main goal and that's our main priority is knowing who God says we are not who people say we are whether they're in the Christian industry or not and we're all created different and God's made us all so so different with different
2: callings and so it's like you know what Like, so what if they don't understand? So what if they can't get it? You know, he also said to shake off the dust Mm -hmm. from your feet. And you know what? And that's sometimes what we gotta do. We gotta just say, so what? God told me to do this. So what if you don't agree? So what if you don't like me? God's given me my worth. I don't need it in you.
0: Perfect. The Tired of Basic album is very different from Resonate. I mean, it's more pop, it's more mainstream, it's dancey. So, like, yeah. since when are Christians allowed to dance? <laughs> well,
1: well, we aren't sometimes. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you look at the Bible, like, I mean, David danced in the streets uh, <laughs> naked. <laughs> so, I mean, he was, he was— He wasn't scared. No, he was not scared. He was full-on just worshiping Jesus. No, um, sorry,
0: that was just a bad tease. Were, were you actually looking for a style change for Tired of Basic?
1: Um, yes. So, we actually switched who we were working with, um, and we love everyone who's been a part of our journey, um, but we knew we wanted to create music that we liked listening to and that we turned on and we danced to and we sang to and we're like okay so who are we listening to or what are we what are we listening to um let's create that so we you know we're on the lookout for somebody for producers and writers who are on the same path and who are doing more top 40s sound and we're passionate about Moving the Christian music forward, so that's when we started working with our producer Riley Friesen, who did Tired of Basic. Oh yeah, um, and Matt Daly co-produced it as well. And so yeah, it was it was definitely a team effort, but um, it was an intentional shift for us.
0: You make it sound as if you're disappointed then in your earliest music.
1: No. It was, it, we're definitely not disappointed. Um, we, it, it was a growth. I mean, we started when we were 13 and 16. And so, yeah, I mean, our first couple of albums, they sounded more Barlow Girl, because that's what we liked when we were 13 and 16 years sure. old. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just like how it went. Then we grew up, and then we liked different music. The so. music
2: changed, you know? The music was different from those years that we wrote those two albums. We decided, you know, well, we can't just stick with one music trend. We got to keep moving with the trend. So we wanted mm-hmm. to do something that would be really popular with the time, not just what we would enjoy for a season or whatever. We want to move with the times always. Like you said before, Like we want to stay just as on the same level as mainstream. We wanna, We want to keep the quality up. So I think it was just like if we would have created an album like our old ones in this time, it wouldn't have gone as well as this one did because this one was far more with the times and kept moving with the music of mainstream
0: earlier on i commented on love collide having an aggressive name and i guess that aggression comes up in the lyrics of the song take me on where it says sweat drops fists up ready to fight the fight deep breath with each step feel the tension rise step into the ring so i mean what is it you two have been watching too much mma (laughs)
2: <laughs> um actually it came from a story in the bible yeah it did whenever um jacob fought with god um and broke his hip right mm-hmm. yeah hip he was saying like i'm not gonna let you go until you tell me who you are that's what, actually whenever god also changed his name i don't know that story's always just spoken to us i think separately and so whenever we came together and realized that we're like that's just so cool it's really just a cry whenever you're just really wanting to like fight through something where you know that you're having a block in your life and you're just kind of like I am not going to let go of God until we get through this like until we punch this wall down I'm I'm ready to fight this fight if I have to fight with God if I have to fight with myself if I have to fight you know with what I used to believe to what I believe now I'm going to go through this fight if my um, Knuckles need to turn bloody. That's that's what's going to happen because I want to break through this season and get to the next. I mean, that's that's just how we wrote it. We wrote it really just like the desperation of like, I want this new season. If I have to fight with God, that's what I'm going to do. And I want him to win. I want him to break me through this. And I just got to fight through it.
0: Well, okay, I believe you that it's not actually MMA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The song Extraordinary finishes the Tired of Basic album. One of the verses says, Tired of basic, tired of the same things, chasing the small dream, living like everyone else. Well, here mm. comes the question. How much of our lives is God-ordained versus what we make out of it?
1: Wow, that's a heavy question. <laughs> um, we can't see as far out beyond even like a week a lot of the times, like as humans. Uh-huh. And God sees the full picture. Uh-huh. Um. And I think so much is up to us. I know God knows like what's gonna happen. And he's like sitting up there being like, oh, don't fret. Like, don't stress about it. Like it's gonna work out. Mm -hmm. But I believe we have to like keep pushing past our own limitations
2: to a bigger vision. I think it's, I think it's God ordained that we live an extraordinary life. I think that is something that we believe. It's God ordained for us that we all are called to be extraordinary. what we're saying in that is that think beyond what you have to do today. Like think beyond, all right, it's got to wake up at eight o'clock, go to work, you know, come back home, make dinner, go to sleep. Like it's more than just, you know, the same things, like tired of the same things, chasing these small dreams. Like I'm just chasing to be manager. Like that's my dream. Like, Think more extraordinary, because it's God-ordained to be extraordinary, to live extraordinary, because God's called us all to do something amazing with our lives. So, we're just tired of the small things, tired of the chasing the same dreams, tired of thinking really basic, as in basic day-to-day work. We need to think more heavenward instead of, you know, day-to-day, how do I get through this moment?
0: I'd love to hear how the two of you would sum up Love Collide. Like, is it destined to change the world?
2: The movement of Love Collide, the verb of God interacting with us and us colliding with love, I think that will change the world. If it changes the world through us and our music, okay, cool. If it changes the world, like I was talking about, Ripple to a Wave for Resonate. We're excited about it, we wanna collide with love and collide with the people around us, and I think that's what's gonna change the world. If everyone gets on board with colliding with love and making a difference and living extraordinary, I think that's gonna change the world. Will love collide as in the band, do it by ourselves? Who knows? But I think the movement of what it means to collide with love, if we all get on board with that, I think that will change the world.
0: Since the two of you are citizens of Canada, are you ever going to play some dates here in Canada?
1: We hope to. Yeah. Um, obviously, with the whole Juno Award thing, um, it's definitely going to be moving us towards Canada. We ha- already have some um, possible meetings um, setting up in Canada. And obviously, we have tons of radio stations that we know and love in Canada that we've done some radio touring with. And um, so, yeah, I definitely see us being in Canada a lot more.
0: Perfect. Lauren and Brooke, thanks so much. I really appreciate you coming for a talk with The Antidote.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having us.